I now understand what the kids say when they say something goes viral because when I posted this one, for some reason the thing just exploded. So no, I didn't expect this at all. What you speak of in that small little paragraph resonates with every single South African. Help me understand what went through your mind when you watched that funeral service, seeing the entire nation come together like that. It suddenly struck me, you know, that we take for granted the wonderful, wonderful ways in which in moments of crisis we come together as South Africans in such a beautiful way. And knowing Abu Kahi, you know, this was no accident. I mean, he, <laughs> he put together and, and his wife Barbara uh, put together this funeral in such a powerful way, but also with, with, without making a scene about it. So there's a lot of those things that if you just looked again, you know, you'd see amazing examples of solidarity, of interracial friendships, of, of interfaith community. And, and would you say then, Ahmad Katrada has achieved a great deal of his objectives of creating a non-sexist, non-racial, democratic South Africa. No, absolutely. When Amit Kafrada died, I had a sense, you know, of one of the last of South African royalty almost, as Neville Alexander used to call them, you know, the Walter Sisulus, the, the Nelson Mandela's, and Colin uh, Mbeki, and of course, uh, Amit Kafrada. These were special people, you know, they weren't, they weren't loud, they weren't obnoxious, they weren't Sleazy, they weren't uh, greedy, you know. In having the simple, simple things, you know, you had to say that make a profound statement. Professor, yeah. yes, that statement didn't stop there. You know, many have said that Ahmed Katrada stood up for injustice and stood up for whatever he felt in his heart to be incorrect. He did it again in death by the Katrada family asking the President of the Republic to not attend. Your thoughts on the way Ahmed Katrada stuck to his guns even at the end? You listen to the letter that was written, uh, you read out at the funeral by uh, former president, Khadim uh, Amatlante. It was a plea. It wasn't sort of, you must step down or else, you know. It was pretty much, uh, look at the country, look at what's happening, look at what you're doing, you know. Don't you think it's the right thing to do, you know. And so even in the way he makes that plea to, to the president, he exemplifies greatness. You know, it comes at a time when South Africans themselves are facing a great deal of uncertainty. And South Africans often lament to us that they're not so happy about being South African right now. And then you see something like Mr. Ahmed Katrada's funeral. How then do you advise South Africans to draw a lesson from this and try and implement such a change in their daily lives? My advice to South Africans is, you know, uh, it's one thing to sort of say Ahmed Katrada was a great man and all of that. That's true. It's another thing to say, let's draw inspiration from his life and let's get up again and continue the fight against injustice, inequality, corruption and the like. That, I think, is the real message of the funeral and the man.